Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking and sometimes potatoes. No. I'm Becky Streepy. Please give Sepo Timber the intro that it deserves and sometimes potatoes. And for this whole month, potatoes. I'm Becky Streepy. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. It's Seppo Timber. I'm David Streepy. I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking mashed potatoes and all of the ways we like to eat them. Seppo Timber continues. Bow, bow. It's Seppo Timber. Do you see? I see. How's Seppo Timber treating you? I'm enjoying Seppo Timber so far. Really? It's a potato-y time. It's yeah. a good month for potatoes. The amount of potatoes that we have eaten has not increased at all no. this month Mm-mm. because we eat so many potatoes all the time. Yeah, it's true. It's almost like every day is September in our hearts, but this month is September on our podcast. Yeah. September really rolls off the tongue. It really does. It's just got a real ring to it. Yeah. So, you know, we are what? Two weeks in? How many week? How many Fridays are in September? I think we get four. I'm going to double check, though. That would be the conventional wisdom, but sometimes there's a fifth one. Sometimes you get a fifth one. Oh, one, two, three, (sighs) four, five. There's a fifth one? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The 30th. See, that's good to know. That's something we should have planned out before we got into the month of what the weeks were going to be. So last week it was fried potatoes. Mm -hmm. This week is the mashed potato. I mean, I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying that planning... Would have been good. Yeah. I think that's kind of an evergreen note on the podcast <laughs> is that planning would be good. Yeah. I know you do the scripts. Yeah. I don't look at those. No, no. If but you I did, also, though, yeah. Go ahead. Maybe, if I did, what? Maybe the it would make the planning. Like, I, I printed this script out mm-hmm. uh, like a week yeah. ago. It's been available. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's not really helping with the planning was the thing that I was going to say. Because this doesn't tell me what weeks three, four, and five are going to be of September. Oh. Do you see what I mean? Well, I have a spreadsheet that you, you also are on that lists all our episode topics and snacks. That's right. That's right. Recording date and air date who made that spreadsheet i did who oh did you (laughs) wow who maintains that spreadsheet that's a that's not what i asked (laughs) but then you got to go in the spreadsheet 
I don't have to do anything. Okay, well, you can't but, not go in the spreadsheet and complain about a lack of planning. So are you telling me that September is all planned out on the spreadsheet? If I go there right now... Oh, hell no. Oh, so... <laughs> anyway, we... Yep. We were going out of town and I made the spreadsheet for you to map out all of the in advance episodes we were going to have to record and what they were going to do mm-hmm. and the right balance of bullshit episodes and actual episodes that are slightly less bullshit. And you said, this is great. We should do this all the time. And I was like, yeah, totally. The spreadsheet continues. I know. But that doesn't mean that we're planning. <laughs> no, we're not. So we'll stop pointing at... We'll have a meeting after this. A little sit down. That's me talking sepo- about... No, I don't want to have a meeting today. Down. I'm trying to relax today. This is already. Sit o timber. This is already in the way. Sit down timber. Yeah. um, But do you understand that it's the same (laughs) as me saying we need to hang these pictures and you being like, well, there there is a hammer. I have a hammer. (laughs) Like that means that you have hung the pictures. I don't think it's the same. I think it's more like... We need to plan. I have a planner. I think it's more like like we need to make dinner. And 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 I say, well, I bought groceries. That's right? what it is. Yeah. That's the exact same thing. No, except I did something. <laughs> you got the hammer in the other one. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, it's the same. It's the same. It's, it's the, the same thing, thing that you We're said. We're not doing the thing with the thing that you have. Yeah, yeah. It's a poor workman that blames their tools. That doesn't really fit here. You just wanted to... Was that Aaron Sorkin? I was going to aphorism my way right out this door. Is that from Sports Night? A little Sports Night drop? No, I don't know that that was a Sports Night one. They repeat a lot of stuff. Yeah? It's a line in Sports Night, but I don't think Aaron Sorkin made it. Oh. Have you seen that supercut of Aaron Sorkin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it on here before. Yeah. I'll find. I'll try to find it and put it in I the show think it notes. I it needs to be on the show notes. I think all four listeners. We're up to four. Yeah, up to four regulars. <laughs> I think they've all heard the Aaron Sorkin supercut. Probably. If you haven't, uh, write us a letter. We're not talking about Denver today, are we? No. So, y'all, we just got back from Denver, and we are going to do an episode about right. all the great food we ate. But that will be coming to you later. Hold on. Yeah. October's its own thing. Den No. <laughs> Just kidding. No. I couldn't do a whole month no. on Denver. We were only no. there for four days. Denver. Denver. No. But October, we should plan that. December. Okay. Okay, yeah. We'll plan October. You just are really getting distracted by the wordplay. <laughs> really. And I know Love that it. I don't think that it's a criticism outside of family talk that you kind of famously have a one-track mind. Like you aren't doing the <laughs> wordplay and staying on track with anything else that we're talking about. Oh, no, Like no. anytime in between the wordplay, you're thinking of other words instead of <laughs> listening to the thing that I'm saying, right? <laughs> so when I bust you on it, it's only because I want to <laughs> stay on track, like still have fun, but I know that you just, you camp out on these things. I do. Yeah. I was having a really nice time with the wordplay. Yeah. No, it's good. It's kind of like the nice time we had in Denver, which we will discuss in a future episode. Or we'll forget. Yeah. It was fun. We did Meow Wolf. That was awesome. But not... For, that was awesome. It's for Denver. No, we're not going to talk about Meow Wolf in Denver. Maybe. Denver. 
January. Uh, you have to stop. <laughs> so, Dave. But Meow Wolf is really cool. It was really cool. If there's a Meow Wolf in your city, there's only three of them. Four. Uh, you, you should go. There's four? There's a ride. What? Uh, we'll talk about it in January. <laughs> Dart. All right, Dave. Hey. Denvi 23. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whole year to convert it to Denver. Hey, maybe 2023. Speaking of planning, mm-hmm. maybe that's when we go seasonal. That's fun. We go seasonable, seasonable, seasonal. Yeah, so, in 2023. Well, I keep saying seasonable. Um, we get guests. <laughs> we get guests back on the show. We become funny. Remember guests? No. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> But do you remember when we had guests? It was a golden era. It's a lot easier to do this when there's guests. I love a guest. Yeah. Hey, if you want to be a it's guest. It's a lot. No. Just kidding. No, the best way to be a guest on our podcast, if you don't do anything, is to leave a review because then it's like you get a 45 second segment <laughs> on the show. It's true. And we'll read it. Uh, also a letter. It's, it's like a guest that we can't see. Mm-hmm. Very true. We really but marinate in that. Maybe, maybe we do. How long would a season be? And they would be thoughtful, too. They would be like, what is that smile? I'm thinking about a season. They would be like 15 episodes, 13 episodes. I was thinking like 26 episodes. Like an old TV season. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Did you know that? And every episode, 22 minutes. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which just hit an anniversary this weekend, uh, came out, obviously, in the early 80s. Ran for 130 episodes. Guess how many seasons that is? Like three. Two. What? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Animated, too. Our kid uh, watches a show called The Thundermans. Yeah. And um, there's four seasons of it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch that show with you. I didn't know at the time that their seasons are like 26 so episodes. fucking long. There's so many yeah. episodes of this show. I did not know when I made that commitment. Hey, Dave. Hey. How are you doing? I think it's clear. <laughs> it's very clear. To be honest. Yeah. So how am I doing? Uh, a little grumpy. No. Don't want to record the podcast. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> hey, I'm good. Yeah? I think it's clear that I'm good. Yeah, you do You're seem You're calling good. me grumpy. You're not grumpy. I'm I'm doing well. I, I mean, it's pretty early to call it, but I feel like I'm bringing a little bit more to the table than you are in terms of good times and good vibes. Yeah. You know, so. I famously bring bad vibes. So. No, you don't famously bring <laughs> bad vibes, you know. Yeah. But I bring good vibes. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you bring bad vibes. Good vibes only. No, no, that's not what I was saying. You're like, live, laugh, love over there. And I'm wow. over here like. Fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, Mary kill. Sorry to the children listening. What is the opposite of live, laugh, love? And don't just do the opposite of no, each no, word. No, I, no, I, I would never. I don't know. Live, laugh, love. Um, Maybe it is die, cry, hate. Die, cry, hate. Yeah. Smash the patriarchy. <laughs> Kill capitalism. That's the opposite of live, laugh, love. Uh, <laughs> is it? I don't know. Let's let's live, let's, laugh, let's love. Hang out Feel on your this. feelings. That's the opposite. Let's let's, let's hang out on. It's this okay to be sad sometimes. That's the opposite of live, laugh, love. <laughs> All feelings are valid. Sometimes shit sucks. Yeah, it's How okay. About that? Yeah, yeah, all that. 
It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. That is the opposite of live, laugh, love because it's got the catchiness factor. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, live, yeah. laugh, love has that cherish every moment vibe to it. Anyway, live, laugh, love, Dave. So you're you're going pure live, laugh, love today? That's your mood? No. What is your mood today? My mood is um, 12 hours of sleep solves a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah. Your poor mom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was just sitting on the couch upright drinking coffee <laughs> as I went out on my run and she was like, what time do you think Becky's going to get up? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we got back from Denver. We had to, we got in from the, the la- well, forget it. Yeah. Save it for Denver. I got very little sleep. And then flew across time zones after a lot of nights of partying, and it took a lot of sleep to recover. But man, I feel great today. Six hours is the very little sleep. I think just conventionally very little sleep is in the two to three hour range. I guess so. Six hours for me is not enough. It's Hey, no disagreement there. Mm -hmm. Six hours is not enough. Mm -hmm. But it is not quantifiably very little. Definitely Not easier enough. wake up than in previous years when we've had even earlier flights. Sure. Out. Yeah. 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 But still. Can you save it for Denver though? Yeah. Let's save it for Denver. So I'm like, I'm over here like well rested and you're in a good mood. Um, not grumpy. Not grumpy. September is here. Yeah. Big, big reaction to the first week of September. We got so How's many. That <laughs> oh, gosh, I haven't looked. We uh, we did get so many letters. Y'all, we are going to get to all of your letters, even what? if it goes beyond September. We're not aligned on that. Um, we're going to try to read all of your letters. But you know what? We're only going to read the great ones. Right? No, don't say we're going to read all the letters. Because if they're potato related, it's going to be a a bad move. I was going to say it's going to be stinky to read them. And I don't know why I was going to say that. (laughs) It would be, it's not going to be good reading them past September. But if you are so inclined to write a letter, if you're so moved by this experience and want to write us a letter, be thinking about October. And be thinking about a way to talk about potatoes in a way that makes sense outside of September, right? Like Spooky potatoes. Or just fall potatoes, oh, you know? Yeah. Like go just general seasonal. Yeah, for you sure. You don't need to be like topical and thematic. That's our job and we're bad at it. But you don't have to do it. So uh, our fried potato poll on Twitter <laughs> did close. <laughs> the poll is closed, everybody. Tater tots, the clear winner, 60% of the votes Cash brown patties and classic french fries tied at 20% of the votes each. Uh, let's not do the math. I'm trying to find the, low, the smallest number that shakes out. The to smallest that number is five. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toeheads, the next poll, the mashed potato poll, will go up on our Twitter as well. What's our mashed potato poll going to be? Who knows? What are we even talking about with mashed potatoes? I don't know. We're going to talk about them. I feel like we can't. Oh, you've got some suggestions here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some suggestions, and um, I have a potato All snack right. over here. We have options. This Don't might be, look. This might be the week that September falls apart. <laughs> no way. But I have faith. I have, I have faith. What's next week going to be? Do we baked, have to announce baked it? Baked potatoes? I don't think we have to announce it. No, we are not going to announce it. Wipe your mind of the thing I just said. I'm going to bleep Ugh. it. I'll bleep it out. I don't like scrub wipe your, your mind. Scrub your brain. <laughs> wipe your mind. <laughs> hey, Dave, do you have a news item for what us? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Is that how we get into the news segment? Is that how we get into the news segment? It's not. We talk and we have our fun and then all of a sudden... This is Talking Toe News. All right, welcome to Talking Toe News, a segment of the podcast where... I pluck a headline from the the tree of vegan news, and we uh, react to it. And this week's headline is from Forbes. Forbes. Uh, This article was published on August 18th, 2022, by Alicia Kelso, the senior contributor over there at Forbes. Mm. She covers quick service, fast casual, and pizza restaurants. Pizza specifically. Food and drink. The headline is, Taco Bell is testing a proprietary plant-based meat alternative. Not potato-related, but potato-adjacent. Because Taco Bell uh, famously offered potatoes as an additional filling for t- their their product line. Mm-hmm. So that was a big deal. Yeah. T- that Taco Bell did. Hang on to the Taco Bell. Now listen to this headline from Taco Bell. You see how they're related? Yeah, you did. Awesome. Thanks. Taco Bell finally has a plant-based meat alternative to add to its robust vegetarian menu. The company announced today that it is testing a proprietary plant-based protein in the Birmingham, Alabama market. The soy and pea blend has been in the works since 2019 and is making its debut on a new crispy melt taco made with a white corn shell tortilla, shredded cheddar, not vegan, mozzarella, not vegan, Monterey pepper jack cheeses, not vegan, a warm nacho cheese sauce, not vegan, lettuce, tomatoes, and reduced fat sour cream, not vegan. The crispy melt taco is available for $2.49. Customers can opt for traditional beef, not vegan, for the same price (laughs) or request that the plant-based alternative on any existing Taco Bell item. Now, as we all know, Taco Bell, not just vegetarian friendly, Mm-mm. vegan friendly. Partly because of the potatoes, which are back on the menu. Yeah, they are back. Yeah. yeah they the, went through some drama a couple of years ago where they like they took, took the, a hatchet to their menus. Oh my gosh. Vegan Twitter just fell apart when oh. that happened. Oh. Uh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, vegan Twitter's always close to falling apart anyway. <laughs> so frail and brittle. <laughs> Low energy. <laughs> That's just Twitter in general. Oh, because of the protein it deficiency? Vegan, it was a vegan joke. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I thought you were describing Twitter as a whole because that's also. No, Twitter's built to explode. Like it's a contained explosion space, mm. you know? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, so they're vegan friendly. They've got this app that makes it very easy to order exactly what you want and get your vegan thing without having to explain to somebody or be at the whim of whether that person is picking up what you're putting down when you're placing a complicated order, right? That's nice. So that helps too. What are your thoughts? I want to try this. I really like Taco Bell. I grew up eating a lot of Taco Bell. Big fan of the um, cinnamon twists. Cinnamon twists are a delight. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and I, growing up, loved the pintos and cheese, mm. and now I can I get them with no cheese, obviously. Right. But the pintos, I love I love a refried bean. You do love a refried bean in general, and so pintos and cheese, no cheese, is still just as delightful to me. My favorite thing about the Taco Bell in the past, my favorite dish from Taco Bell in the past was the enchilada, mm. which was an enchilada, and they had three 
little black olives going down the enchilada, mm-hmm. like a little like a little button down. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was just man, it was so tasty. But they haven't made that in decades, decades. So here's the other thing I wonder about. Yeah. This article says it's proprietary plant-based meat. This is Taco Bell is owned by Yum Brands, who's the same overlord that owns KFC. That's why I see the two paired up next to each other all the time. KFC is doing beyond chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still doing it. I haven't heard any update on that. <laughs> Did they go same as Duncan and stop doing it? Or, um, But it makes me wonder, is Yum trying to go proprietary? Is this idea of these big conglomerates kind of picking a side with impossible or beyond or what have you is that kind of a a stage one in the real final level is all of these chains making their own proprietary plant-based meat i don't know it probably would be cheaper for them in the long run makes me wonder as i've said before is that why mcdonald's is dragging their feet Mm -hmm. because they're making their own they're not just going to beyond to use beyond you know could be. Yeah. But Could then it be. makes me wonder about the future of Beyond. What'd you find? Uh, Becky I, was on her phone this whole time, so I, she'll listen to this episode and <laughs> get some new facts. KFC's uh, Beyond Tenders are on the menu. I don't know if it's at every location, but they're on the menu. Okay. Okay. Well, we would have known if they had them at the Denver airport, but you would not let me go check. <laughs> I was very confused you, and tired. You had to go to the bathroom, so I could not go to KFC and check and see if Beyond was on the menu. I wasn't even going to eat them. Just wanted to see. Just want to put my little peepers on it. <laughs> but no. I really had to pee, y'all. But no. Um, my so- other Taco Bell fave was the seven-layer burrito. And then when I went vegan, I think you can still get four or five of the layers. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember which you obviously sour cream and cheese. I don't remember what else you had to leave off, but the seven layer burrito was my like a vegetarian favorite mm. of mine. Seems like you could just add the plant based layers again. Yeah. To get to seven. It doesn't mean seven different layers. Yeah. And then before the seven layer burrito, obviously the Mexican pizza was a favorite. And then when I went vegetarian in high school, I would get the Mexican pizza, um, but just the same just the refried instead of meat. Did you ever have the fiestados in high school? Mm-mm. Almost surely not what the the dish is actually called, but this is what my school called them. They were <laughs> octagonal pizzas that oh, had yeah. uh, cheddar cheese. This. Okay, well, nobody listens to our podcast, and so you'll forgive me for bringing it up again. Yeah, I do. Okay. Octagonal pizzas. Octagonal so we did pizzas not. Had we had cheddar cheese instead of... Um, the white mozzarella cheese had like a spicy beef on them. They were uh, good. I we did not. We had the big square. We had those two thick pizza yeah. that was gross, but I did eat it. I'm gonna go. Oh, Fiestata Pizza School. This is it. <laughs> you found it. I found it, baby. So it's that. Oh, you know what? That does look familiar. Yeah. It. Yeah, I probably did eat that. Mexican pizza in the school cafeteria. Now it's on a nostalgia subreddit. Uh, Change the pizza game forever. I don't disagree. <laughs> uh, fiestadas. Oh, uh, I feel fiestados. like elementary school, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was like 35 cents because we're old. Yeah. yeah, we are old. Yeah. Um, one time 
in elementary school, we were just talking about this. They, it was one of those, you know, a company comes to your school and tries to get you to sell shit for them. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then if you sell enough shit, you get to go to like a water park or something for the day. Um, for one of the ultimate prizes was you got a robot, like an R2D2 sized robot. And the robot came into the auditorium and was like spinning around and singing songs and doing shit. And it was amazing. I had never seen a real life robot. I mean, some guy was probably like hiding under a table, controlling it with a yeah. remote control. I mean, obviously, but still. But he was like, in the 80s, there was a remote controlled robot thing. Like, it was a popular product, but they were all like table sized, you know? Like size of a lamp at the biggest. Yeah. This one was like R2-D2. Like he lived in the people world. So it was really cool. Nobody would ever get it. Uh, He was the shimmering mirage prize that if you sold like $25,000 worth of product or something, like they set it up so that they would never have to actually award the prize. But I did go to the water park. Yeah. My parents bought enough for me to go to the water park wrapping paper or whatever no, I remember candy. oh I remember selling candy for sure but there was one year that it was wrapping paper and it was so dumb and they, that was the year that we had the presentation and they trotted out prizes and stuff but I still uh, did not sell much wrapping paper <laughs> wrapping paper is a pretty weak product for a child to get excited about it was around the holidays I think they thought instead yeah. that it would be easy, an easier thing to sell I rather guess. than like getting us pumped like we're pumped about the prizes right and then you know they thought our parents would be like and it's a practical item yeah but i feel like the the trick of the candy is yeah the kids are going to eat the candy right it's much more of a scam so it started out being something that was proofed against that and it was this like a catalog of fancy candies yeah and you would buy the order the different kinds of candies that you wanted and then that or like Girl Scout cookies. Right. And then the, the order would come in and then he delivered to all the people who had bought them. Yeah. But then, so that was pretty fancy candy, as my seven-year-old brain remembers. But then it moved into this more, hey, everybody's going to sell these chocolate almond bars. Yep. And they're going to be in this box with a little paper handle on it. Mm-hmm. And you're going can- to carry this box around. You're going to sell it at school. You're going to sell it door to door. You're going to sell it wherever. But you've got the candy. Now you need to either bring that candy back or bring me the money value of that candy. And that's where it started getting eaten by the children. Yeah, I ate all my candy. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we had that. We had It was in blocks. Like each bar was four blocks because it was kind of a long bar, like a Toblerone. And we would just have them in the freezer all the time. And you'd just break off a, bo- a block and eat it. Oh. So they had that. And then they just gave up altogether and were like, yeah, you're selling M&M's. Yeah. Or you're selling Reese's. I don't know. We got Reese's at Sam's Club and now you're going to sell Reese's. Yeah. For a little bit more. We're going to make a little bit of money, but we're not doing the work. You're doing the work. It's like you a know? step up from the blow pops that I would sell out of the bag on the bus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except you're you're being subsidized and having to give all of your profits to big school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I kind of want to go try it. Yeah, me too. Get a. It's not that far. No, get a I'm soft let's shell go. taco, and then get it with the the new meat. I'm saying let's go. Okay. Hey, Atlanta vegans, 
if you want to come, get at us. <laughs> we'll all go. It's a day trip. That would be Birmingham. Fun. Super close. Talking we'll to take a food picture. field trip. We'll take a picture. We'll post it. Yeah. On the internet. Mm-hmm. You can be in a picture with us on the internet. This Was. is Talking Toadoops. So let's talk some taters. Let's talk taters. We got to take a break. Oh, yeah. Dang it. We'll be right back. We'll be right back where we will talk some. some. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Taters. And we're back. Hey. Hey. You're not going to pick that up? Okay. Well, let's, talk, <laughs> let's talk some taters. Let's talk some taters. So this week we're talking about mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about my history with mashed potatoes. Tell me, your, Dave, what's your history with mashed <laughs> do potatoes? Not, Don't do that to you. all of that on me? Okay. So I'm a mashed potato fan from way back. Uh, they are um, delightful. I like my mashed potatoes skin on. I do not care as much for like a peeled russet potato that's been mashed. I like like a red or a yellow potato mashed with the skin. I feel like we're missing a step here. I think we need to explain to the listener what we mean when we say mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, different from smashed potatoes, which are like a whole potato that's been steamed, crushed, and then baked. Okay. A mashed potato, you cook it fully and then you mash it up usually with vegan milk, usually uh-huh. with some kind of a fat like vegan butter or olive oil, a little salt. If you're feeling nasty, you could put in some garlic powder. I love garlic powder and black pepper in a mashed potato. Yum. You took that very seriously. I did. Everybody knows what a mashed potato is. I did it. I explained yeah. it. Yeah. You actually brought in kind of a more boutique dish to be like, it's not that. Right. I'm talking about mashed potatoes. <laughs> Sorry, listener. 
You guys know what mashed potatoes are. And if you don't, you do now. Mm-hmm. If you need a recipe, I have some olive oil mashed potatoes on my website that are... She's not lying. Uh, I've always loved mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes have always been... Even back in the day, I feel like before I came to love the potato, I still loved the mashed potato. Or maybe that was my first potato love. Because it's just fun. It looks like it's a dessert. <laughs> it, it does. It plays like it's like baby food. So you're like a grown-up eating baby food, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like the texture is very easy. It lets you, it's, it's ripe for mix-ins. Yeah. But you can eat it by itself. Mm-hmm. It's ripe for toppings and sauces, which are different from mix-ins. Mm-hmm. It really, it's probably the most versatile way to eat a potato. I also feel like that was what really, like, was a game changer for me with mashed potatoes. Speaking of fast food, as we just were, I, as a teen, I guess, saw an ad, maybe it was in college, I saw an ad for KFC bowls which was their mashed potatoes. But then instead of as a side, they would pile on like the corn and the gravy and chicken, I guess, what whatever things KFC does. Yep. And that is actually what inspired me to start making us mashed potato bowls. Oh. So we do a lot of mashed potato bowls where that's the base. Yep. And then we pile on like air fryer tofu and like green veggies and sauces and like, I like to put something crunchy on top, like uh, French fried onions or cashews. Yeah. Um, the mashed potato bowl is a staple in our house. Almost, it's it's weekly. I wouldn't say it's for weekly the most at part. This point. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I wish it was weekly. It was weekly. I feel like it's making a comeback recently. Like you requested it, and I was like, oh yeah, we used to eat these all the time. You wrote a whole book about it. Yeah, that yeah. is what inspired my book. Yeah. <laughs> My method for making mashed potatoes has changed a little bit, but uh, my method for piling a bunch of stuff on top of them has not changed at all. So that's probably the the most of a, of a streepy use case. Mm-hmm. That's the most common use case for a mashed potato. Now, what I wonder about is could you make or have you made or should we make mashed potato muffins? I have a I have made okay. I have a recipe on my website. I used to make when when our kid was in preschool uh and I was having to first start packing lunches, I would put a lot more work into like school lunch than I do now. And I would make him mashed potato cakes, which it was like mashed potatoes with like beans and veggies, and then I'd scoop it into muffin tins and bake them. And they are great warm, but they're also good cold the next day. I'd put mm. those in his lunch a lot. You should bring those back. I also have a recipe on my website yeah, for it. That's good to go for dad and lad. Yeah. They also, like, you could eat them as an entree if you just ate a bunch of them. Yeah. Or you could do them as, like, a side with, like, a some kind of a cutlet. Or like you need a, a name for them, though. I called them mashed potato cakes, which is not yeah, exciting. No. Pacakies. Pacakies. Or- yeah. Cake tato. No. Mama. Yours was better. Mapa cakeies. I liked potato muffin, mashed potato muffin. I like mapa cakeies. Mapa cakeies? Because they're mashed potato cakes. Mapa cakeies. And then the ease is just for a little bit of fun and branding. Yeah, you gotta mapa have, gotta have a little fun. So it's mapa cakeies. We're gonna make those this week and okay. enjoy them and maybe follow up on the next episode. 
with how they were. Yeah. Or at the end of September. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Uh, so we got the bowls. We got mappa cakes. Shepherd's pie day. Shepherd. Yeah. 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 That's what I, I just thought I, we don't want to gloss no, over. I, I see it here on the script. Oh, is it on the, see? Yeah. I was, I was bridging the gap between bowls and shepherd's pie. Oh, sorry. You go I ahead. I was kind of like, I was going to riff a little bit and then you were going to come in with the baseline, which was the shepherd's pie. Oh, and do then you want to snap right back into the Take rhythm. it again. Do you want to take it again? No, no. I think we should talk about the shepherd's pie. Okay. Which is the second most common Streepy dish. Yeah, mostly when it's cold out because it is a hearty dish. But sometimes if I'm craving like comfort food and something kind of healthy, we'll do shepherd's pie. So when I was in high school, I went on a trip with my family to London. And this was like in the mid 90s. Uh, and I was vegetarian. And so uh, that was probably really fun for my parents trying to navigate that in the mid 90s in another country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we did it though. And one of the places that we went was Cranks, which is one like a old school vegetarian restaurant. And I had at Cranks my very first shepherd's pie. I've never had shepherd's pie uh, with meat in it, but I guess the way you'd usually make a shepherd's pie is like it's meat and peas and corn and carrots and a little gravy or like, yeah, like a little gravy. It's a little saucy in there and then mashed potatoes on top and you bake it. Uh, but having never had a, a meat shepherd's pie, I um, when I started making my own shepherd's pies years later, I did them with tofu and veggies on mm-hmm. the bottom. And it's a great fridge dump. You can really do like beans or tofu or whatever like protein you have on hand, mm-hmm. raid the freezer and the um, produce drawer for whatever um, produce you have and just kind of like fry up some onion and garlic warm up the protein and veggies, spread mashed potatoes on top, and it's almost always good. And then for the gravy part of it, what I like to do is I use a broth cube with half the amount of water that you need. So like a half cup of warm water dissolve a broth cube in it, and that makes it lovely and saucy without having to like make a gravy. Hmm. That's the reason we eat shepherd's pie a lot is because I can make a shepherd's pie with very little in the kitchen as long as we have mashed potato stuff, which we always do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have a really like deep love for shepherd's pie. It's a real comfort food fave. So I've got to be honest here. Mm-hmm. I like shepherd's pie when it's firm. And I like it less when it's like loose. a catch-all. Don't say loose. That sounds weird. <laughs> a but loose pie? No, but when it's a heated thing, like a casserole that you then serve and then it's just all the ingredients are all over the place. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. like it when it's contained and there are layers. Yeah. So that I'm would be more like of a, that. Yeah. So the, for a, like a bean is good for that. Sure. Or like a vegan grounds. Yeah. I've done it with vegan grounds I a know. couple times. But I also think that it, you have to make it with the layers. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, that even down to like the veggies. Oh, it's just one layer. It's two layers. It's the veggies and protein layer and then the mashed potato layer. But I guess my point is, is that it's the protein layer and then the veggie layer and then the mashed potato layer. Oh, you want three layers. Like a layer of cake. Oh, I see. A pie. It's a pie. Yeah. Once you mix all the layers together, like you just shoved two layers into one layer category. 
Yeah. Then of course it's going to spill all out and over. I see. I see what you're saying. Because you put to, you put loose to your point, to your words. Loose. You put loose things in with the firm things. And it's just going to make everything loose. They loosen up the firms. Think of an intestine. Okay. And think of you've got solids in the intestine, but then you add a lot of loose stuff to it. It's going to loosen up the solid stuff that's there, right? Yeah, but in a shepherd's pie, it's the protein and veggies together. It's not three layers. It's I, two layers. You want a triple decker. Where is the ruling that says that shepherd's pie has to be two layers? I'm looking up recipes and it's all ground beef with peas, corn, and carrots, and then potatoes on top. How many layers in shepherd's pie? This one has cheese on top. See? Sometimes I put French fried onions on top and that's really good. Just like on mac and cheese. French fried onions, like tater tots, go well on anything you'd put cheese on. In what order do you layer shepherd's pie? Ooh, how do I keep shepherd's pie together? Another one. How do you keep shepherd's pie from falling apart? Oh my gosh. Okay, Chicago Tribune. Hold on. Chicago Tribune. Breaking. Said, How to Master Shepherd's Pie. It's about the layers and seasoning. This is by James P. Dewan. Breaking, March 13th, 2015. <laughs> well, it's it's pert near March 17th again, and you know what that means. Patty's Day. Now, no doubt some of you crazies enjoy the madness. Pubfuls of shrieking partiers clad in their emerald finest, storming the bar like famished zombies at an all-you-can-eat brain buffet. Wow. Really painting a picture, James P. Dewan. Anyway, shepherd's pie consists of three layers. Creamy mashed potatoes slathered atop a well-sauced and seasoned ground meat with a bottom layer of perfectly cooked vegetables. Hmm. Let's try it. Let's try it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then it's like a layered cake. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we can do it. Yeah. I think we got it. And we could use Beyond Crumbles. Yeah. I did it once with Gardein Crumbles. It was good. Beth? Beth. Do it with Beth? Beth. Gardein Beth? Mm-hmm. I sure did. All right. So you're getting upset with me at the, the things I'm saying about shepherd's pie. So we're going to move on to another <laughs> way to prepare mashed potatoes. The, the side dish, which... That's just the mashed potatoes. But hold on. But that's not true because you can do peeled peeled and whipped or you can do with the skin on. So I always thought skinless mashed potatoes were fancy mashed potatoes and that skinned mashed potatoes were more homestyle mashed potatoes that were going to taste better but weren't meant for presentation. And the line that I drew was like, you get skinned potatoes in a cracker barrel but you get uh, skinless mashed potatoes at like the horseradish grill for Thanksgiving dinner or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a very streepy specific reference, but yeah. like in a fancy restaurant, you don't get skinned potatoes mm-hmm. unless somebody's intentionally doing like a down home yeah. dish, you know? Yeah. Your thoughts. Okay. So I actually <laughs> had the opposite feeling because to me, the totally white, mashed potatoes with no skin evoke to me the 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 flaked potato that you would just powder. put yeah the the powder they, that seemed that to me was like KFC mm. and then but i think it's because when i was growing up there was a restaurant near my house and i can't remember the name of it now but it was like a nice restaurant 
and they had they called them smashed potatoes which is the reason that i made that distinction earlier mm. because they weren't smashed potatoes but they were mashed red potatoes with their skin on and they were so so good and like elevated mm -hmm. so to me all in my mind always skin on is like the elevated mashed right. potato you skin the mashed potatoes if you have a bland baby palate you but, leave the skin on if you like texture and flavor right and and let's be clear i agree with you that skin on is the better mashed right. potato but it's funny that i have the opposite like i've always thought skin on was fancy skin off was not well, and I think that there I is a, why. I think that there's a certain low end of mashed potatoes that is skin off because it's made out of a powder. Yeah. So it's kind of a full circle thing. But I think that what KFC is trying to do is make them look like fancy potatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And they're using a powder probably to do it. They're trying to put lipstick on the pig. Yeah. And send you to prom with her. That's what the gravy is, the lipstick. Is it? I don't know. The gravy's good. I don't, I don't think it's vegan, but it's good. It's certainly not. I don't remember it. You don't say certainly not. You don't know. Do you want to look it up? I'll look it Lose up, your but focus it's not. For no, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> Listener, which one do you think is fancy? Skin on, skin off? Now. Get at us. Which is fancier and which is better? These are two Twitter polls. Okay. Which... Mashed potato presentation is fancier, skin on, skin off. Which mashed potato dish is better, skin on, skin off? Now, if you had one thing to mix into a side dish of mashed potatoes, what would that one thing be? If I had mashed potatoes on the side and I got one mix-in? And butter's fine. Like, butter is not a mix-in. Butter's part of the potatoes. I'm waffling between green onion or cheese mm. like I think a mashed potato with like a crumbly cheese like a vegan blue cheese or mm. even like a shred like a cheddar like you mix it in while it's still warm and it melts that's really good but then mm. green onions but green onions are a topping so I'm gonna say cheese mm. what about you black pepper Ooh, okay yeah black pepper I think of as a topping too because I love when you can see it on top see I have these toppings you mix them in but you, you were the one. Yes. It was you that said there's a distinction between toppings and mix-ins. I think of a topping, I guess, as it stays on top and you scoop. I didn't say the distinction for this one, though. Oh. Did I? I don't think I did. Oh. Listener, did he? <laughs> I exempted butter because butter is just a part of Yeah, that's the dish. part of mashed That was the only exception that I made. Then I'm going to say green onion. You're going to say green onion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't I mean, I'm we're we're naturally far apart on green onion, but I'm surprised that you said cheese as your second because I couldn't couldn't want cheese further away from my mashed potatoes. Ooh, I love a cheesy mashed potato. Oh, not me. I don't want to mix cheese into anything. I don't want cheese in my grits. <laughs> I don't want cheese in my mashed potatoes. Cheese has its place, like in a sandwich. Sure. And that's it. And that's it. On a burger. That's it. Yeah. There's no other... Well, on a cracker. I could have it on a cracker. So you like cheese. Like, you don't like melted cheese. Is that it? I don't it? like melted cheese. Oh, <laughs> pizza. I like it on a pizza. Oh, that's melted. Yeah. Oh, there's no rhyme or reason to this. No, I just don't want it like... <laughs> people are always trying to work cheese into everything. Mm-hmm. I get it. People are always bugging me to put cheese in these grits. No. 
They're butter grits. I do like butter grits. Yeah. They're creamy. The butter in the grit. You want cheese? Have a separate cheese side. Yeah. You are so done with this. You don't I'm want to talk about it. I'm just trying to think about what it is because it, it's not melted or not. You right. like cheese on top. You don't like cheese in. But it's in a sandwich. I don't know. There's no answer. I like to be able to get away from the cheese if I want to. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. There's such a thing as too much cheese. Another thing I disagree. All right. But I but I understand the sense. You're like the wine mom from like there's no such thing as too much wine. <laughs> That's me. But about cheese. But about cheese. Yeah. All right. I don't feel like this lends itself to a, a big rank off. I think this is a celebration of the potatoes that we like. Not everything has to be a contest. Yeah. Not I agree. everything has to have a winner. In this situation, mashed potatoes is the winner. We gave mashed potatoes its own fucking episode. Yeah. And talked about a bunch of different ways to make it. Yeah. We love mashed potatoes. It's different than the fried potato. Yeah. There's so many different forms of it. But mashed potatoes, it's more like just different applications. Right. When it's mashed potatoes, you always win. Right. Unless you're making mashed potato cakes. (gasps) And so this uh, tip came to us. Waffles. Okay. This one came to us from a friend of the pod. Yeah. Thanks, Charlotte, for the the tip on this recipe. But how to make mashed potato waffles in the waffle iron. Yes. And this was very simple. You make mashed potatoes, and then the next day, you chill them. And then the next day, you... What did you do? Okay. So here's what I did. I made a bunch of mashed potatoes. I chilled them overnight. And then the next day, I went to make them into a mashed potato cake. But the thing was... When you chill mashed potatoes, they just turned into a brick. So I ended up having to warm them back up to get them pliable enough to add the mix-ins that I wanted because I sauteed up corn, spinach, and onions to mix in to the mashed potatoes. So I did that. I had my mashed potatoes in the veggie mixture, put a dollop of that in the waffle iron, closed the waffle iron, and it never solidified. So I added a tablespoon of cornstarch. Mm. I had made quite a few mashed potatoes. You might be able to do less cornstarch than I did if you're only doing like four servings. This made a lot of waffles. Mm. But mixing the cornstarch helped it stay together and the subsequent waffles worked much better. And then we had them for dinner. And then we had them for dinner. And then I had enough. You topped them with yogurt. We topped them with Simple Truth almond milk unsweetened plain yogurt, which tastes to me like the best sour cream. I was surprised at how good that tasted. It was so good. Yeah. I bought more of that yogurt because yeah. I want to put it on everything. Oh, it's so good. I don't know. Putting yogurt on everything. Everything. Is a great idea. I'm going to smear it on all this audio equipment. Every oh. cardiologist in the world just like shuddered. <laughs> it was so good. It reminded me of the yogurt that um, my Papi Ghee used to eat when I was a kid. Mm. It, like French yogurt, fresh. Oh, gosh, it was so good. Mm. Oh, anyway, I really liked these when they they finally started staying together. The one that fell apart, I didn't like because it made me feel sad. But then the, the subsequent ones that stayed together, I really liked them. The kid loved them. Yeah. I gave the one that fell apart. I put half of the it looked like a nightmare, but I put it on a, a plate for him to snack on mm-hmm. and he loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was crispy on the outside and then like tender mashed potatoes. And I thought the corn was really great 
in it, like a nice little bit of texture and sweetness, and you hated them. I didn't hate them. I thought that the the ingredients were all good and the idea was good, but your problem, the problems you were having with the waffle iron, like really affected the dish. The waffles were burnt. I couldn't taste past the burnt waffle, the burnt taste of the exterior. Yeah, you did have to cook them a lot to get them to stay yeah. together. And so all I tasted was burned. Oh. And that was a bummer because I saw, my eyes saw the stuff I wasn't tasting. Oh. And that was a kind of torture too. I thought they were good. I could taste beyond it. I didn't think they were burnt, but they were definitely like charred on the outside a little. Yeah. Yeah. So it needs work. comes down to how to make it waffleable. So I started out with no recipe. And just kind of winged it. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'll follow a recipe next time. I don't know. I think... It was like, fun to bust out. Does it need to be the... oiled? Does it need to... It's not like you or me have any experience doing this with a well, potato I did, and a waffle iron. I did oil the waffle iron because you gotta. Otherwise, right. nothing comes out. Right. I wonder if the cornstarch is the reason that it got blackened on the outside. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, Charlotte, get at us. What did we do wrong? But that wasn't the thing I was going to ding you about. Oh, okay. I'm not dinging you about the preparation. It's not your fault that the waffle was burnt. Are you dinging me for calling it our snack? Yes, I'm dinging you for calling it a snack in your oh-so-prepared script, and this is proof of preparation. But nowhere on here do I see the option to have one of two bags of chips. Instead, I see a mashed potato waffle as the snack, which was something that we discussed before doing this as the snack, which is actual evidence of our preparation yeah that's why now yeah so this isn't the snack segment everybody this is still talking taters we are still deep into talking taters but i think it's time for the snack yeah let's dave do you want to have a snack sure all right so this snack is hot off of the grocery cart i was at kroger today getting groceries as you do and um i saw these chips and i thought you could pick one okay so these are both uh kettle brand potato chips yep i got a pepperoncini Uh and then these are a limited batch apple cider vinegar well we've had the pepperoncini before oh dang i I thought i wasn't sure i knew we'd seen them and i wasn't sure if we'd bought them why would apple cider vinegar chips sounds disgusting (gasps) and a limited batch makes it sound like it's because it's fall like apple cider vinegar is a fall taste it's not but it's yeah it sounds to me like it's gonna be a salt and vinegar experience let's let's find out okay so we're going apple cider vinegar limited batch kettle brand chips how do i get into this bag is it here is it this little guy Pull it open. Just like a regular bag. Okay. It smells more mild to me than salt and vinegar. Here, I'm gonna hand you the bag. I'm gonna take take a couple and then. Yep, that's what it is. It's a light salt and pepper or salt and vinegar chip. Oh, I really like it. It's a little bit sweet. Is there sugar in it? There is sugar in it. Oh, it's really nice. Yeah, it's not bad. It just sounded gross. Oh, and I thought that sounded so good. 
I didn't think of it as a fall thing, but it clearly is. Limited batch has a little fall leaf right on top of it. Well, maple leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a good. Mm-hmm. Good chip. Good job. That's a good chip. Oh, I'm eat more of these in a minute. All right, we got a letter. This is the shortest segment ever. <laughs> that was a short one. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yes, we've got a letter. All right, this is not a potato related what? letter but do I, we have a potato related letter we have several should i do that i read this one though and was like i can't wait to talk about this with dave we've got to stay potato focused all right emma this is September. emma i love your letter we might have to save it for uh see you in october hope it's candy related okay so i got a really great one from dim sim kitty as well hey dimmy hey dim sim kitty she writes Hello, friends. I have just listened to your first episode for September, and I loved it, though it did make me very hungry. I am a big fan of potato in all forms, especially fried. I love tater tots, which we call potato gems here in Australia. Oh, way better. They are gems. They really are. They are rarely available eating out here in Australia, so I generally make them myself. I love them so much, like Becky, but sometimes people do not cook them well, as Dave pointed out. Oh, you're really playing both sides, Dim Sim Kitty. Hash browns here in Australia are only the hash brown patties. We don't have those shredded hash browns. I was Good. very confused on my first trip to America when I ordered a side of hash browns at Wayward Vegan Cafe in Seattle, RIP, and was served a giant mound of shredded potatoes. But hash browns in patty form are common on a lot of cafe menus here. There is a vegan cafe here called Grown who make their own, and they are incredible. We have another form of fried potato here in Australia, which is called the potato scallop. It is not scalloped potatoes. Instead, it is a large, thin slice of potato that is dipped in batter and deep fried. They are commonly sold at fish, sad face, and chip shops. I used to really like them when I was younger, but now I have a lower tolerance for oil and I find them too greasy. These shops also sell chips, which are thicker than the French fry. And you can order minimum chips, which is normally 2 or $3 and is a lot of chips. You can ask for $5 chips and get so many. No one is yet to confirm what maximum chips is. What is the limit? <laughs> My favorite chips to get here are from a burger chain called Grilled. They are so good and have the best seasoning. Sorry for the long message. I just love potatoes, as do you, as do we all. Wait, there are postscripts. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to discuss and then we'll go into I the post? I want to talk about this chip that's bigger than a fry. Yeah. And then you pay more and you get a chip that's even bigger than that? I think or you, you get, get more, more of that. that big chip? More of oh. the big chip. I thought chips. you were paying into like inflating the size of the chip with money. When Figuratively, not putting money into the chip, but like, and here's another dollar to make it a bigger chip <laughs> and make it a bigger chip, you know? Or Eventually, a loony. Here's another loony. A whole potato. What? Austra she's in Australia. Yeah. Loonies are Canada. What? Yeah. That's not true. Okay. Stop. Don't do the okay thing. <laughs> you look it up. Looney is one Austra... Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Dim Sim Kitty's just hold screaming on. Wait, right hold now. On, hold on. <laughs> because Toonie is a portmanteau. It's combining the number two with the name of the Looney, Canada's $1 coin. Mm. So, yeah, but I was pretty clearly referencing like a Canadian tourist in australia trying to pay for things with his canadian money mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then being told 
mm-hmm. like you did because you didn't know. Yeah, like being corrected by the person at the at the booth. Right, right, right. But sir, you're not in Canada. Correct. You're in Australia where we use the dollar. Oh, clearly, just like your neighbors to the south. And I would be like, as this character who doesn't know any better. Right, right, right. Be like, no, here's here's my loony to make the chip bigger. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. All right. So we're all on the same page now, right? Yeah. Can we just... Dis- in Australia, okay. they use dollars. Can we discuss this potato scallop that I want to eat? Okay. A thin slice of potato. I'm going to need to do some digging to find out how thin. Like, are we talking quarter inch? Are we talking paper thin? Anyway, I think that sounds really good. And like a thing, and also, what is the batter? Like, what, could I do a beer batter? Would I mm. do um, like a tempura batter? A lot of different kinds. Yeah. Anyway, I'm into that. So okay. we'll look into that. Yeah. And it's Where's called the... a potato scallop. I will put that term in the show notes for y'all. Now you said there was a. There's two postscripts. Oh, two. P.S. Dave. How could you even suggest I should only listen to one episode this month? Why would I deprive myself like that? <laughs> Damn, some kitty, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> PPS, the sheer reverence Becky had in her voice when she said potatopia was one of the greatest things I've ever heard. <laughs> well, thank you. We all wish we could live in a potatopia, I'm sure. So, Dim Dim Kitty, you can listen to every week's episode. And another listener can use this as your chance to not listen to any. So, <laughs> balance it out. Hey. Hey. If somebody wants to send us a letter, what what should they do? Oh, well, they could write to us at talkintofupod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you could do like Dim Sim Kitty and slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single message. I'm still chewing on these chips. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take this opportunity to thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us out, and we just love reading your five-star reviews. Unseat Mr. Pinkphone. We can do this, Toeheads. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes, including a lot of ones for potatoes, at glueandglitter.com. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you, I've said it before, but if you if you tell me that you like the podcast, but there is not a review on Apple Podcasts and you don't live outside of the country or use Spotify or whatever and clearly disclaim that to me, I'm going to spit in your face. Wow. <laughs> Guys, Dave is so serious right now. I am now. going to spit in your face. And I will assume that's the reason nobody tells me they like my podcast from (laughs) here on out. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. What about... That's it. That's it. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.